Hey, what's going on, everyone? I am your host, Joe, and you're listening to episode 12 from season one on the podcast, aka our season finale. So I hope you all had a well-rested Christmas holiday break. I myself, I just came off of spending some much-needed quality time with three of my nephews. I managed to fit in a couple of virtual calls to some friends and family and even do a few socially distant visits and listen. None of it was ideal. It definitely wasn't what I'm typically used to. And I even know this holiday break, it just it just wasn't the same. But that's all right, because next year, it's going to be that much better. So I do also have to say that, again, episode 12, season one, season finale, that has a pretty good ring to it, if I must say so myself. And to think that we pushed through 11 episodes in a matter of six to, you know, seven months... I'm really excited and I'm truly, truly proud. So I'll waste no time in saying that for our audio listeners out there, parts of this episode might not make the most sense without the video recording. So if you do find yourself a little lost, not too sure what some of the references really actually mean, that's okay. That's all good. I got your back. Head on over to our Instagram page at the front row pod, and you'll be able to see the full video recording of this episode on IGTV. That's right. I decided to sit down in front of two cameras and get a little, you know, a little comfortable, a little close with you guys. So you guys could also see who your host is. You can see my mannerisms. You can really, really, really understand who I am, but also visually, you know, be able to watch this at, you know, your own leisure and your own comfort. So like I said, head over to our Instagram page at the front row pod, and you can still watch the video episode on our IGTV. And if you're wondering what this episode is discussing and what we're going to be talking about, it's actually two things. It's me going down memory lane and essentially just breaking down each of our episodes, you know, some things about our guests, some new things, some old things, and really what it gave me. And then the other half of our episode is also me going into detail about how 2020 went for me. The good, the fun, the tough, and just summarizing it all for you guys that are listening out there. So sit back, grab a drink, or maybe grab a few and something with alcohol preferably, and just enjoy our season finale on the Front Row Podcast. I know, I know, it's a little, it's a little bittersweet, but I wanted to take the time to really end off on a, truthfully, just on a, on a really good high note. And I figured, what better way than to celebrate our finale episode for season one by kind of going down memory lane, guys, and just me taking you through episode one all the way to episode 11 and giving you you know like my my breakdown and some of the most memorable moments from those episodes and really what it gave me and ultimately what it's created so without further ado actually no wait before i even before i even go there welcome i know this is this is actually a little bit new for me i'm i'm so used to having very little screen time it's usually you know our guests that tend to have the most screen time but i figured there's, there's no better way than to have two cameras in front of you and zero audience. You're going to see a lot more of me throughout this entire episode, and it'll be a lot more of my hands moving around. You'll finally be able to see this face. The second thing I do want to do is also, you know, take a little bit of a deep dive and uh, go over 2020 because let's be real, 2020 was some shit some big ass shit and I know I learned a lot I know I went through a lot but it was also important to to walk you guys through some of you know some of those things that we that we did and some of the things that we learned and 
after that, I'm sure you might be wondering, well, what's next? You know, what are you going to do for season two? What have you got planned? What's good? You tell us. So here goes nothing, guys. Episode one. I remember this because I thought to myself, holy shit. Holy shit. I'm going to be... I'm going to be recording my first solo episode. Like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know what to do or how to do it. And episode one, for those of you that are wondering, is actually about me. I think I list like eight to maybe like 10 or 12, maybe even 15 things about me. And I just remember rambling in my basement to just, you know, freestyle about this entire thing. And I was lucky enough that after writing down my thoughts and kind of structuring out what I wanted to say, it came out naturally and I'm glad, I'm really, really glad that it did because it gave me the confidence. It gave me that confidence booster to just put myself out there. And I was also fortunate that I had a lot of my friends, people in my circle, you know, family members that were really encouraging. So shout out to you guys for, you know, for giving me that, that support. So episode one was definitely, definitely nerve wracking. And it put me in a good place though, because I knew that episode two, I would be, you know, I'd be very well prepared. And episode two is with my near and dear homie. One of my, one of my day one boys, uh, Eric Matias. Eric Matias is a sports therapist. He is the, the ultimate hustler, the, the ultimate grind doesn't stop friend that I have. And I couldn't be more proud to, you know, call him one of my brothers, but that episode was fun because we actually recorded that three times. That's right. Three goddamn freaking times. And, you know, the first time Eric was like, hey, man, no worries. It's all good. The second time he was like, okay, you sure? And then the third time he probably wanted to kill me. So, Eric, I I apologize, man. But I, I feel like we, we learned a lot. And by the third time, you know, we knocked it right out of the park. And if you haven't listened to it, it's an episode that focuses on Eric's journey as a, as a sports therapist. Um, his approach to I think just like hustle in his career and really the steps that he took to to get there and for me that alignment resonated so well just because I did a lot of those things obviously in in a different capacity but I did a lot of those things throughout my career throughout running my small business and that's a part of the reason as well why we became such good friends in addition to the fact that we're just big Drake fans so our third episode let me see what I got here oh yeah oh man um this was also another fun one for me too. I, I love that throughout this entire season, one of my main focuses was to obviously connect with people that I know, uh, people that are good friends of mine, people that I, I could trust, but also people that I genuinely supported and, and really had an affinity for what they were doing. And that was definitely the case here. Episode three is with my boy, Adil Shamsi. Adil runs Imagine Nation. It's a production studio. He's a commercial film director. He directs music videos. He's absolutely not a director of photography. And I say this because it's a it's a little bit of an inside joke. But when we first started to work together, he had me come out to shoot the behind the scenes for this humble, the poet and uh, YSF um, music video. And I just remember showing up to set and he had no idea what the hell a camera was. So Adil, if you're listening to this, man, I'm so proud to see the the movement and really the progress that you've made to not only like elevate your craft, bro, but really 
to take the time to, to learn the discipline. And now he knows how to operate a camera. But that episode is fun because he actually gives us a breakdown of how he and his team got to shoot the Osmos commercial with uh, Norman Powell and Fred Van Vliet. If you haven't seen that, it's a very, you know, it's a classic, classic commercial and uh, reps hard for, you know, the city of Toronto. It was played all across screens, like throughout, you know, Canada. Um, highly recommend that you you Google that. Him and his team, they they shot it. And I believe they have another, another commercial, sorry, not another episode, but another commercial that's coming out uh, with, I think, Norman Powell as well. So check out a deal on, uh, on Instagram, Imagine Nation uh, Inc., I think on Instagram as well. You know, he's got a ton of great work. We actually just got to c- catch up not too long ago. And I saw just some of the, some of the recent work that he's doing. And it's, it's really top tier quality. So yeah, that episode is fun. He's uh, a ball of energy. And again, if you're looking for inspiration on how to really pursue something like he, his story is unique because he touches on how he landed that gig. And I mean, it's, it's wild. It's definitely interesting. And I think it just speaks to, to all things motivation. Also, you know, we're just the best of boys. So shout out to a deal for joining me on episode three our next episode this is also another another fun one for me guys it's episode four and we sat down with my neighbor one of my one of my best friends uh narmada slash christina and we talked about her journey into you know entering into like an interracial marriage which was like phenomenal she she really showed up and she just told us about everything that she had to endure with dating somebody that was white but also what it took to get married and some of the difficulties i think that episode we talk about music i think there's a little bit of a segment on colorism in film as well and i think a lot that her dad had to do with you know coming around to just accepting who she was becoming um, as an adult so great episode for our listeners out there that are looking for a way to engage with their parents this might give you inspiration on how to tackle certain you know um, scenarios with your parents if you're in that if you're in that place as well but Narmada, thank you i really appreciate the time that you you gave me and i mean you live in ottawa now with dom so for you to have come down uh definitely was was something special for us so yeah that was that was episode four you know episode five i'm trying to think what do i have over here so episode five was with Ranish, Dean, and Jamal from the New School of Thinking podcast. And let me tell you, when you have a conversation with other podcasters, it's it's so great. And it's actually great for me because it's not a difficult thing for me to kind of execute and to pull off. But we have a very detailed conversation just about effort. And I think if you're figuring out, you know, what you want to do in life and how to do it, or maybe different approaches to take this one. And I know I say this frequently about everything that I'm listing out so far, but this one was an eye opener for me because I've never heard Dean in specific, um, talk about just his appetite for working really hard. Um, same thing with Jamal and Ranish as well, um, about the intricacies as well of dating in the middle of like a pandemic, um, buying a house. There's, there's all this like life-changing stuff that everyone, you know, across the globe is kind of experiencing. So I thought that was that was neat for me. And, you know, I've been friends with Ranish for a long time. She comes from a very strong background of running, you know, different businesses. So just to hear her also touch on work ethic, I think for me, that is a, that's a strong, that's a strong quality that a lot of my friends have. And I was really honored to have just, you know, been in their presence. So shout out to those guys for giving me their time um, and just, you know, catching up about just uh, just some fun fun stuff and uh all things all things related to business i've done so many of these and you would think that i would have everything memorized the truth is guys 
I don't have shit memorized. Everyone, everyone that asks me, you know, how do you produce an episode? How does it go? I, I normally take normally take notes and I'll mentally kind of prepare. I'll set up everything, but usually, you know, I, I mess up a recording all the time. Like this one has been messed up quite a bit, but you're seeing it in its perfected state. But you know, like these episodes are are a lot of are a lot of work, but they're super fulfilling, which is basically why I can't remember who did what and where they did it. But episode six, I think was actually me. So naturally this dumbass over here forgot who the fuck it was because it was me. Um, that episode was something that I really wanted to do because while I enjoy, you know, having conversations and interviewing a lot of our guests, I also do think it's important for me to once in a while, just step in and catch up with you guys and tell you what I've been up to. And I think that was my, that was my debut episode of letting the people know that I got back into therapy. And I know that that's a, that can be a taboo topic for me. It's been, it's been therapeutic, but it's also been a, a tool that I've been using to just learn about myself, to, you know, be kinder to myself and work on just like simple things for me. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples, guys. Like for me, I get really anxious uh, about general, like very, very, very simple things. And therapy is a place for me to consult with a professional, but also get feedback. And, you know, I feel that as I'm kind of going into my thirties now, and now that I'm an adult, I'm actually able to understand a lot of the nuances that, you know, life kind of gives you, but just the, the things that I talk to my parents about with my sister, you know, with, with my boys, my homegirls, you know, there's, there's a lot that life can throw at you. And sometimes therapy for me is just being able to help me navigate those things. So yeah, that episode was also cool because I just, uh, I, I got into detail about how much banana bread I cooked. I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you at some point, you at some point definitely made like a shitload of banana bread. And I guarantee you, like your first batch was probably shit. I'm just calling a spade a spade because I know I had a few questionable batches where I put in a little, you know, a little, a little bit too much of baking soda and it ended up being like, like it was as hard as a rock, but I also really found a passion for cooking, uh, during this, this pandemic. So if you're looking to hear me talk about me <laughs> and be a little narcissistic, that's definitely the episode that you guys want to want to check out. The next one that we did uh, was also cool for me. And this is a, a running theme that I noticed um, a little intentional, but also that, you know, unpacked the dynamic that I had with some of my clients. Um, this episode was with Alicia and Tom, and they are great friends of mine. And we shot their wedding, I'm going to say about four years ago now. Yeah, about four, about four years ago. And since then, we, you know, we just managed to stay in touch and, I find it very difficult, at least for me and maybe the other entrepreneurs out there that have clients in a very service-based industry can, you know, they can speak to this, but I find it so difficult to maintain a very, you know, strict, rigid line, you know, between my clients and between trying not to turn them into best friends because sometimes like, you know, I, I do want to get all my clients to be my best friends because they're great people and it's so it's so fulfilling for me to know that I can be a part of their, you know, their life journey, if you will, when we shoot their weddings. but with Tom and Alicia, it just, it happened so, you know, so instantly that we just, uh, yeah, we just, we just ended up creating and developing a really solid friendship and appreciation for who we were. And funny enough, 
last year we were hanging out on uh, on New Year's Eve. So shout out to those guys because we we spent a little bit of time talking about how they met, a lot more as well about interfaith marriage and how those two made it work for them and Alicia's journey into uh, into going into the tech industry and Tom's uh, pursuing of becoming a full-time entrepreneur. So if you're looking for, again, a conversation with people on what it might take to jump into the tech industry, especially as a, as a person of color, as somebody that is brown or black and is trying to navigate the tech industry, this is definitely it. Alicia, you know, details some some interesting uh, ideas and, and really what uh, it took for her and her experience as well. And then on the other hand as well, Tom, his uh, his desire to want to jump from being in regular corp nine to five to wanting to become a full time entrepreneur as a wedding photographer. So that episode, yeah, very, very special to me and uh, would would encourage you guys to to check that out as well. Next one, what do we do? Oh yeah, this this uh <laughs> this was a fun one because we sit down with uh, one of my close boys, uh, Prenovan, who runs Ice Cream Shock Films. And I should say, if y'all don't have friends that used to be rappers, I do, and I could tell you, uh, Pran has a cool, <laughs> a very cool breakdown of what what got him to be so interested in music and you know, how he kind of transitioned from music into video production. And in that episode as well, at the time, you know, him and his wife were pregnant. Now they have their beautiful baby daughter. So there's, there's lots of, there's lots of fun stuff that happens in that conversation, but it was cool because I genuinely got to be on the other side of being his friend and really got to hear him talk about his passion for filmmaking and how he grew his wedding filmmaking business. And again, very inspiring for me when I get to hear my friends go through these, these, these moments and share them with me it's super inspiring so you know shout out to pran you know if you're listening i think you are i'm pretty sure you might be watching this or listening wherever it is um good looking out for for spending time with me and i will say we are the only ones that i know of that absolutely love fried chicken so if you love fried chicken shoot us a dm because yeah we're we're itching to fly back to the uk and get our get our daily dose of some good cheap oily fried chicken (laughs) So our next, uh, our next episode was with my good friend and one of my old clients, Julie, 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 Julianne actually is her name, but I call her Julie, Julie. She is a registered psychotherapist and, you know, it hit home super close for me because in a few episodes earlier to that, I had kind of introduced the audience to the fact that, yeah, I I jumped back into therapy and it has been therapeutic as it's supposed to be, but it's been a, you know, a process for me and she walks us through how she got to becoming a registered psychotherapist, um, the fact that she specializes in anger management as well, and really, I think, just about why she wanted to do it. Finding purpose and seeking it is very, very important, especially when you're trying to run your own business, and I think, for me, that resonated uh, with everyone that we've spoken to so far in in different ways, but even with Julie, uh, for her to have figured out, okay, like I want to do this, I want to pursue it, what do I have to do? How do I get certified? And how do I build my craft? Those were very, very real things that I definitely experienced in a different capacity. So if you're, again, looking for a female's perspective on on therapy and just what that uh, what that industry is like as well, go check that out. Julie gives us a great, you know, Q&A session. We get to dig deep into her specialization and why, again, she uh, decided to become a registered psychotherapist. 
and episode number 10. Let me tell y'all, this one has been highly requested, you know, highly favored. People have been on my case, like on my case to ask me when my sister is going to join me on the podcast. And I'm not going to front about it, guys. I definitely gave it some thought and was like, what's the best way for me to do this? You know, I don't want to force it. You know, at the time when I was pushing out podcast episodes, my sister was pregnant and now she has her, her new baby boy. So a lot, a lot was changing in our family and I, I wanted the right time to align. So we, we sit down in our, in our hoodies. And if you watch a little bit of the, the teaser that we dropped on our Instagram page, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to see it, but we're, you know, we're just, we're kicking it. We're just hanging out and sibling conversations are, are fun. And if you're an only child, listen, I'm sure you have a, a cousin, a best friend, someone that you know that just knows you so damn well. And that, that's definitely got to be my sister. No fronts about it here. We, we catch up and I think it's nice because, you know, we're six years apart and we're in our thirties and there's a lot that's happened. You know, we've experienced a lot, good, bad, happy, and sad. And we've both been there for each other in, in numerous amounts of ways. So I think it was great because I got to know my sister you know, a little, a little bit more than I, than I thought that I could, could never do. And she did the same. So it was, it was actually kind of like a compliment fest, which I thought was very weird. I was like, damn, are we just going, you know, one for one and just complimenting each other? But she, uh, she knows me really well. You know, she's one of, one of my best friends and, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without my sister. So shout out to you sis for taking your, your mommy time uh, and just, you know, giving it to, uh, giving it to me and to, to those that are, that are listening and to those that listen to that episode, um, a lot of insight into what your career path was in research, you know, your journey as a mom, um, and just more about, you know, really what, what makes you go. And I don't want to give too much away in that episode. If you're looking for an episode where someone actually talks about me, that's that's the one that you guys want to check out on episode 11 we sit down with uh, my boy kyle kamashato kyle is a singer a songwriter and a musician and this one really i was gonna i was gonna put in some analogy about heartstrings and some shit but i forgot how to how to put it together we really get to hear from a a musician um what it's like to approach their craft and what the business end of that looks like um we also get to hear myself and Kyle, you know, we freestyled a little bit. Um, I don't know if, if you guys remember, but in episode one, I mentioned in, I think one of the one to 15 or 30 things that I told you guys over those 15 to 20 minutes was that I used to beatbox. And, you know, we, we started off that episode by just having a little bit of a freestyle session. So if you haven't watched that episode, head to our Instagram page, head to our Twitter page, and you'll see, uh, you'll see a little snippet of our, uh, of our jam session. Yeah, that was, that was cool. That was really, really cool. Um, I won't give away too much, but Kyle has, you know, been in a couple of different places in the music industry. He's worked with a bunch of people. And this was very cool for me because I'm a music junkie, a big music head. I love to go to concerts, you know, whenever I can. And he is very talented and, you know, he's, he can listen. If you've got a date, fellas, and you're looking for a way to impress your lady, um, just just call him. He'll woo them and he'll disappear and he'll probably steal your girl. But different conversation for another time. What I'm getting at is that, yeah, episode 11 was, uh, again, one of those one of those special moments for me where I was just able to truly get to know Kyle a lot better, understand his journey as a musician and really, you know, what he's what he's up to. So that is our our first season, guys. I, I got to say, I uh, I didn't think I would I would be here, but 
I feel like I'm giving you guys a Grammy speech right now. Like I'm holding, you know, my Grammy award and I'm just, I'm thanking you, 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 you. Listen, it's just me and two cameras and an empty room. But yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't think that I would actually be in a place where I could, I could do it. And I think you never know until you try as the, as the cliche saying goes, but there's so much truth to that. Trying this out was a big experiment. There were moments where I had good days. There were moments where I had bad days, but this, this podcast really sets my soul on fire and it's given me now an opportunity to just reach out to people, people reaching out to us and just uh, telling us how they, you know, how they feel about a particular episode. So congrats to you guys really, you know, for, for listening, for just giving us your undivided attention and for being interested. And I think this is a good place to just say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, 12 episodes in, I'm happy. I'm really, really happy. I have learned a lot. Season two will be starting sometime in January and we've got lots more coming up now that we have an additional six months to record episodes for, which is gonna just be so much fun. I I look forward to it. So from me to you guys, thanks for joining us for our venture into season one of the Front Row Podcast. Yeah, so there, there you have it, everyone. I mean, we've done 11 episodes and it's been, honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been tough. It's been rewarding, but it's been so great to know that people out there are enjoying it. So I really appreciate, again, the feedback that everyone's been giving us. It's also just been motivating me to up the, up the quality. I know that there are a couple episodes out there that are just, I'm not even going to lie about it, the shit. And by shit, I mean, the audio quality is horrendous, but we're... We're working on it. I promise you. We're working on it. We're working on it. So yeah, our first 11 episodes, there's that breakdown. And uh, the next thing that I want to do is go over this goddamn year. Uh, 2020 was a ball buster, for lack of a better word. Honestly, it was shit. It was horse shit. In, in an earlier episode, I go on like a little bit of a rant and I'm like, you know, if I could, if I could throw 2020 into the trash can, I would do it. I would absolutely, I would totally do it, but I can't much like that episode. I can't, I really, really, excuse me. I definitely, I definitely can't, but I I do think that 2020 was a pivotal moment for everyone. Like everyone all over the world, we experienced something like together and it was like the worst thing anyone uh, could, could experience. You know, it was this crazy global economic pandemic anything ick tragedy that just affected everyone in different capacities it really tested everyone we lost people like people died you know that that's a real that's a real thing that's a real problem so to know that everyone experienced this in unison is wild it's it's gonna go down in our history book so without saying that 2020 was the year where we all learned how to survive, why we need to survive, why we need to practice empathy and being even more compassionate than we already are because life is really short. And I know, I know for a fact that, you know, I have friends, I have family members, another close friend of mine that, you know, works in a hospital. Like there's, this is, this is a real thing. And the, the pandemic in, in, again, in different ways affected everyone differently and, really pardon my French but just fucked it up so yeah I want to I want to throw 2020 away is what I'm getting at 
However, I also think that there was a little bit of goodness that came out of it, for me at least. And I'll start off by saying I actually started and kickstarted the year really by going to Portugal. I know that on my first episode of the podcast, I do say that I'll do a travel episode. I never did that shit. I never did that shit because I just never got around to talking about my travel experiences. But I'll take the time to do it right now. I I went to Portugal and it was amazing. It was really dope. I learned so much about myself, but also, God, I I miss traveling. And I'm sure that everyone can relate, but Portugal was A, like beautiful weather. People were really nice. The food was impeccable. The wine was like exquisite. And that that right there is my shit, but it's it's good vibes. And I definitely plan on going back um, at some point, you know, when the when the time is right. But I actually was fortunate enough to have been a part of the lucky few that traveled. Like I traveled, I think in like early or like mid January. So I was lucky and fortunate also because I had just uh, gone out of the country and then come back and started a new job. You know, that was the second thing for me that was also very, very big was starting this new job for me uh, was something that I was looking forward to. And I was on the hunt for a long time. Uh, I don't think I really mentioned it in detail to you guys, but took some time off from my previous job to kind of just do a little bit of soul searching, but also like find the next place where I wanted to call home as my, you know, as the next place that I'm going to be working at for a while. So I joined uh, an incredible company. I can't name them. I don't want to name them, but if you know me and if you know who the company is, then you know what I'm talking about, but we're a huge entertainment, uh, you know, theatrical company and I work in, in their, in their marketing department. So it was, it was great because I, I finally, you know, found what I was looking for. There was really good alignment there and I learned a lot and I'm still learning a lot, but that was one of the good things as well that came out of, you know, 2020 for me. The third thing that is very, um, very important for me to address is that, I have a new nephew. Uh, My sister talks about it in, I think, episode, I want to say episode 10. And uh, yeah, I've got a a third nephew. Uh, My sister comes from a blended family and uh, her third is adorable. Um, His name is Lucian Emmanuel or Emmanuel Lucian. Sorry, I'm I'm horrible. I'm a, I'm a horrible uncle if you're, if you're listening to this sister or new nephew, but I'm call, I'm going to call him Manny for now, but he essentially got, um, two, two beautiful names. Um, Emmanuel is actually his first name and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the name of, uh, James's mom who passed away a few years ago. And Lucian is my grandfather's name and he passed away six years ago now. So to know that our little guy, you know, he's got the best of both worlds, um, you know, in his name, uh, means so much. And, you know, we're, We're super excited to just have a new toddler in the family. If there's one thing I know that can fix this this year of shit, it's dogs and it's new babies. So shout out to my sister for giving birth, a painful one, might I add, but for giving birth uh, to uh, to our new our new, you know, family member in uh, in this year, in this awful goddamn year. The next one, number four, is uh, also very similarly related. Um, I got to see my friends have kids. That that sounded better in my head. Just get your get your goddamn heads out of the gutters, you nasties. Um, no, my 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 close friends. Um, you know they 
a, a few of them actually um, were were pregnant and ended up ended up giving birth and uh, I'm really happy I'm I'm really happy because again dogs and kids really just make everything better at this point but just being able to kind of be a part of that journey um, some of them I didn't get to see and um, it's difficult when you're not able to you know see your friend's kid face to face but you're you know you end up facetiming them or you just see pictures and video so if if there's one thing that I wish this year um, didn't, you know, do was limit physical contact, I understand why. But uh, knowing that my friends were able to safely deliver their their children really made it for me. And just again, it's it's a it's it's a part of life. It's evolution. It was very just gives me all the feels, is what I can tell y'all. You know, it's a it's a good feeling. So yeah, that that for me was a very pivotal moment for for this year. The fifth thing and. The, Number five. Let's let's try that. Number number five uh, that was you know important for me in 2020 was I think just general maturity, uh, general maturity, and you know putting in putting in the hard work. Uh, I learned a lot of that through like my corp job, and there's also a lot of places where I just didn't apply it enough, you know, and where I'm still learning to apply it. But I think gee, this this concept of just like working hard and you know staying true to whatever it is that you're working towards was something that. I constantly had to learn and relearn and, you know, put a lot of effort into and I'm, I'm still doing it right now, guys. Like it's not a perfect process and there are many parts to, to me that I'm working on, but it's something that I thoroughly enjoyed, especially now that I'm a little bit older in life. I'm actually able to, you know, enjoy the finer things and sometimes they don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be extravagant. They can really just be as simple as, you know, watching yourself grow and blossom as an individual. So shout out to me. That's right. Because if no one's going to do it, I got to do it. But I think that was a very important trait that I, I really wanted to just enhance and honestly um, sprinkle some water in. There's that there's that phrase. I actually tweeted about this not too long ago, but there's uh, there's that sentiment around you know if you if you don't water the grass, the grass isn't going to grow. And sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, so it's important that you freaking water your plants. Okay, is all I'm trying to get out without getting too you know, too philosophical. Um, I forget what number I'm on. I think I'm on six. So we're going to roll with that. If I'm not on six, apologies guys, because math is not my forte and it's not, you know, it's not a part of my skill set. Um, the, the next thing that I learned about was I think just how to show up, um, whether this was for family, for friends, for, you know, important people in my life, um, showing up again this year, it really tested my ability to do things that I was very uncomfortable with, endure great moments and also endure tough moments, but also just learn. So yeah, it, it, it definitely, definitely was, was tough, but, um, I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to do that. Next thing, and this is a little bit of a we're gonna we're gonna take it, we're gonna steer, we're gonna go, we're gonna go left um, into into a good place because this year I actually got to do a little a little bit of like light light traveling. So I think for the most part I was I was able to go like all around Toronto. Um, I I did a an amazing an amazing trip out to uh, to Ottawa and I got to meet some new people out there and uh, they, <laughs> they had a dog that humped my leg and. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to name them, but, uh, yeah, their, their dog's name is Mocha and, uh, Mocha, he was not neutered and, uh, he was getting neutered actually that weekend, but, uh, yeah, he humped my leg, but needless to say, yeah, I was, uh, I was in Ottawa for a few days with, uh, with a really, really great friend. And, uh, 
after that, I'm trying to think. I, I did uh, I did go out to some places with like you know my family just before the pandemic really kicked in and restrictions really kicked in. Uh, right after that, I'm trying to think where else did I go. Um, I did actually go to uh, Kitchener. Uh, so some friends of mine, again, really really dope people. Shout out to you guys. Um, they two of them uh, went to the University of Waterloo, and if you don't know uh, the town of Kitchener, the KW area, I think they're the like number one or in the top five of places all around the world that actually like celebrate Oktoberfest. So what we did was we we strolled through um, Waterloo, and if you've been to Waterloo, if you studied there, then you know what that campus is like. Um, if you've been to Phil's, I think the quote is, "Don't look up, don't look down, just look side to side." Yep, that's I'm 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 not gonna say anything more about that. Phil's is a club, by the way. It's a nightclub, so that should give you a little bit of indication as to why you don't look up or down and you just look side to side. But you yeah, know, we we strolled through uh, the campus, and after that, we basically uh, went to different spots in KW, um, in the Kitchener Waterloo region, and in St Jacobs that were participating in Oktoberfest. And man, it was it was a nice break. It was really, really nice because the food was good. The beer was fantastic. And for a quick moment in time, it honestly felt like we weren't in the middle of the world shutting down. So I got to go out there. Um, I also got to recently uh, go out to Prince Edward County. I've seen a bunch of, you know, my friends, a bunch of posts on Instagram and just online of how beautiful that place is. And listen, guys, I'm a, I'm a recent wine connoisseur advocate and I I had heard about, you know, Prince Edward County, but I didn't really know what to expect um, only because, you know, I've been to Portugal. I've been into the Niagara region uh, for wine tasting. I've uh, where else have I been? Uh, I've been to California. I took my mom out to uh, San Fran and we did like a, a wine tour in Napa Valley and Sonoma. So all that to say, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. And I was totally blown away because Prince Edward County was just dope. Like the drive up there, I went with a, with a really good friend of mine and the drive up there was like spectacular. It wasn't, the weather wasn't too great, but the sun was out for a, a short bit. So yeah, like our, our drive up there and our drive back was fantastic. And we got to do, I think it was like six vineyards in total. We missed a, a few just because like, you know, they require, uh, they require reservations, but for the most part, it was, it was really dope. And I think I came back with about six five yeah five or six five or six bottles so um yeah prince edward county was was beautiful and we had a really good a really good time out there so highly recommend to anyone that's watching if you live in the greater toronto area you know look into prince edward county um it's it's a, a pretty decent wine region the people are very nice over there um there's also a, a farmer's market that i will not name only because they have um garlic bread that's made from scratch and let me tell you it's like crack it is but that that shit i would put that shit on anything um it's it, it's so good we ended up getting like three three bags of it that's how good it was so it was a pretty high like sodium intake but uh prince edward county was uh, a great trip for for us to kind of just reset um and just again like enjoy the sites like they have a, a lot of nice stuff to offer out there especially in summertime so make sure to go check it out we ended up doing like a uh county licious thing over there it's their version of toronto's winter licious and summer licious 
delicious where they have specific like set menus at a specific price for like you know their breakfast lunch or their dinner so yeah going going up to prince edward county was was really uh really nice and just uh, a good break a good break that uh you know i definitely definitely looked forward to and, and definitely deserve so yeah that was one of the other things again that was great for me in in this year um, I will say the the next one is just that, you know, I just got to see everyone kind of grow and evolve and whether that was through, you know, getting a new job, buying a house. A lot of people that I know uh, lost their jobs, but there were also a lot of people that got new jobs. So if you manage to get a promotion, if you manage to get a new job, if you manage to get the attention of an employer to hire you this year, hats off to you because that shit is difficult. Um, it's difficult in in this current economy. And I know that the next few months are going to look wildly different than the last few months that we've had. But I think just seeing, seeing that uh, was very just like it, it made me feel you know really really good guys so um yeah no that that was definitely a big one i also saw a lot of people again just lose family members um to you know covid or just go through grief and in a year like the one that we're you know experiencing right now 2020 has tested everyone especially in their capacity to you know handle grief and deal with it and just deal with frustration and i know for me personally like i I suck at it and you know my my friends out there you know I can't I can't name names but you you guys know who you are my sister I can definitely name um I suck at it it's not it's not my great greatest quality whatsoever but it taught us a lot about endurance and just having to see people go through go through loss this year we celebrated my grandmother's I think it was her second death year anniversary and then my grandfather's sixth year death sixth year death uh anniversary so just you know moments like that really made it difficult because you know we couldn't even go see his grave you know they're halfway across the world there's like a whole it's a whole thing right so what i'm getting at is that it was it was tough and while it's not something that i enjoyed it was a moment and i think it's worth knowing that especially for those that um you know lost their lives to to covid um it was just terrible and really really unfortunate so if you lost someone um our hearts are with you and just you know keep keep your head up um the next thing that I that I will say that I'm I'm gonna applaud actually is actually anyone that is a frontline worker that works at your local grocery store, gas station. Like if you went out shopping, um, and I'm guilty of this as well. Like, thank friggin' everyone, anyone that works in retail. Uh, that shit is difficult, and you know you're you're putting yourself out there. And I'm not gonna get into a huge debate, but all I'm trying to say is we appreciate it. Like we definitely appreciate it, and. It, it's tough it's tough especially knowing that you know nothing's for certain in the next day there's a there's a lot that's on the line like my dad he works for our local grocery store so just kind of seeing you know him have to go through that friends of mine that works for that work at hospitals or that you know work in clinics or that do research shout out to you guys for for really putting on a huge brave face and for showing up so yeah that was that was another moment for me um i will say i just I'm just so grateful because throughout the the ups and the downs, 2020 has really taught me about resilience and about putting in hard work, about enjoying what you do, about getting to know yourself, about loving yourself, and ultimately just you know putting putting in the hard work, guys. So from from me to you, if there's one thing that I that I would want everyone to learn from from this podcast and from every single episode is just to put in the hard work, show up be dedicated be committed and it's cool to make mistakes 
it's all good. That's kind of a part of the the entrepreneurial. See, I said it correct this time. It's it's a part of the the process, if you will, just in general. But for our our business owners out there, our hustlers out there, enjoy that process. Uh, but 2020, like I said, it just throughout throughout everything, I couldn't be couldn't be more fortunate, and really couldn't be uh, couldn't be happier about what it what it gave me, what it took from me. Um, and what I'm working to towards, you know, um, in this, in this next upcoming year. So that, that was, that was my 2020 guys. And there you have it guys. Episode 12, season one on the podcast, AKA our season finale. We appreciate you guys, you know, for everyone that's listening out there. I want to take a moment just to thank all of our guests that were incredibly patient, you know, willing and kind enough to give us their time and to share their story on our show. As we head into this next season, I'm excited as always, but, you know, I really, really want to come back and just challenge myself in this new year. And speaking of that new year, I know that we're all absolutely praying for a less chaotic 2021. So here are my words to you guys. Stay safe. Be kind, be compassionate, and bring the best version of yourself, the things that you learned, and the things that you learned from into 2021. I'll catch up with you guys in a few weeks. My name is Joe, and you're listening to The Front Row.